Hi, and welcome to the first Saturday Brunch podcast of the year, and the first Sunday Lunch Project podcast of the year. I hope you had a great uh, holiday season, however you celebrated it, wherever you were. And um, I have a fantastic interview, and it's a returning interview from uh, Peter Taylor. He, I think it's becoming a habit. We're going to have him every January, maybe. And he's um, a partner in crime, I was going to say there. Um, he's co-author, Susie Palmer True. Um, entertaining, entertaining interview, very entertaining. I giggled a lot and laughed a lot. And um, I'm going to shut up and let you get on with it. And uh, I'll speak to you later. Bye. So today on the Saturday Lunch Brunch podcast, Saturday Brunch podcast, should I say, I've got uh, a returning guest and an award-winning guest. And um, I'm I'm expecting to um, have trouble with both of them. Um, But first, Happy New Year to you both. And rather than introducing you both, I thought I would ask you to introduce each other. So, Peter, do you want to introduce Susie Palmer True? Oh, I certainly will. And um, yeah, I love the introduction there where you said, you know, someone's returning and had an award. And obviously that is me. But Susie Palmer True, yes, she is actually, I have to admit, an award-winning project professional, and I'm not. Um, <laughs> and she is Director of Change and Improvement at the Open University, and I'm not. And in her own words, uh, words she just likes to get shit done in a world tied up in red tape and um yeah we met in athens and you know we kind of hit it off in a really interesting way and there is so that's susie and susie would you like to introduce peter not particularly (laughs) 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 so i could do peter in his own words who reckons he's the most entertaining project speaker um but That's Peter not my is, words. <laughs> well, it's the words you cycle through quite a lot. Peter is, in many senses, a wonderful human. He's been doing projects and change stuff a lot longer than, than me. He's got more war stories. He's got more adventures. He's got more terrible jokes than what you could possibly ever wish to get your hands on. But he's got a phenomenal background. He's got a brilliant reputation. He hustles every single conference going. So most people who are listening to this probably know of him. Everybody in the world is connected to him in some way, shape or form. The best thing about Peter is probably Juliet. Um, And obviously our book, the next best thing about Peter. Um, But Peter's been both um, a great support, a great mentor and a great friend to me during this process. Uh, And that's probably the nicest set of things I can say about Peter. Thank God we recorded that. It's brilliant. I'm going to keep a copy of that. So obviously... One of the key things, I'm trying to break the American market, so obviously we'd have no swearing on the, uh, the, the podcast for today, and I know you guys will keep to that. So the main reason we're there is, is about your book. So who wants to tell me how you meet and why you started writing it? And what's it called? Well, we can't even say what it's called. We can't, <laughs> even, can't swear. Project management is I am all... joking, obviously. <laughs> well, the book's called Project Management. It's all bollocks, a complete exposure of the world of the value of project management. And Susie can tell you how we met. It was a magical moment in Greece. Uh, yeah, so Peter and I both were at a conference in Greece. We've both been invited separately. Um, in, in many senses, we didn't really know who the other person was. Obviously, I'd stalked Peter adequately to recognise him across breakfast and to be able to point him out in a slightly slightly stalkish way. We both um, w- went to this conference and we were generally chatting and 
you find a conversation, you get wrapped with people who know better than you, who know more than you, who are bigger, quicker, faster, stronger. And me and Peter were having sort of a general chat around the profession, what we're doing, what we're not doing. And the culmination was basically it's just all a bit bollocks. And there was a casual quip that we should write a book about that. And at which point I went, yeah, yeah, see you later, go and get on your plane. And what, six weeks later, eight weeks later, Peter got in touch and went, I think we should definitely write a book about that. And that was the, the beginning of the, of the next, next phase of, of ideas, banter, bullying. And here we are. Yeah, it's an abusive relationship. Um, and the, the, the truth about what actually happened was we were at a conference. I was opening keynote speaker because I was more important than Susie. And um, Susie, uh, yeah, yeah uh, at that time, although she's fabulous now, clearly. And um, uh, Susie got on with um, my lady, Juliet, and um, they sat next to each other and they, they basically took the mickey out of me mercilessly. Um, uh, for, uh, for the rest of the conference really until I left and they continue that whenever we get together and but uh, there was a spark and it was you know there was something about Susie and her kind of attitude and say it like it is and you know in my own words as I said in the book really you know writing he said it's 10 years since lazy project manager and I've been in project management for way way too way too long really um, but it was quite refreshing to write something and she was wonderfully challenging bloody difficult at times uh, sorry american audience um but she has actually you know she has actually helped stop me becoming a boring old fart of project management which is kind of uh, at the heart of a lot of the things we we share really in the kind of our attitude and thoughts about the project management community at large fantastic fantastic as a re I, I seem to recall you saying uh, when we spoke last year peter that you were looking at doing a collaboration book and obviously it was this book so when was it that you guys first bumped into each other then when was it was that was it last year year before must be year, year before. before year, year before. before yeah, yeah. Was yeah. It, yeah. Was it april may time somewhere oh right yeah. so this has been a good 18 months in its uh, in its growth for the book well you know yeah. susie had a had a baby in the meantime which <laughs> kind of you know you know kind of threw a bit of a wobbler in the whole sort of timeline yeah Children always get in the way don't they yeah they do i, t I can tell you a story about that because when we did when we decided we, i mean I, I, I came back after a few weeks thinking about it and I put together this kind of humorous thing. You know, people can find it in the book. It's actually in the kind of, you know, the makings of a legend at the back of the book, uh, which is a story about the, you know, all the birth of a legend. Um, but I, I put that together and, and, and just came back to, yes, if you can find a publisher and then I got to go off and find a publisher, which we, we did, you know, I was successful in doing. But then we said, we got a kind of a framework for the book and we sat down and said, well, we're going to have to write this. And the first kind of meetings we did, we decided to actually just record it and then get a transcript and then work on that yeah. transcript. But um, at that point, Susan had had um, a young child, uh, Harry, and um, Harry, uh, I, I kept getting these transcripts back from the, uh, the organization I was using with unknown third party enters conversation unintelligible <laughs> which was very entertaining that was that was young joining in and getting quite restless brilliant There's kind of three authors in this book really <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i started having a read of the book and i decided to stop as we were going to have this talk because i thought it would be more entertaining for me to ask stupid questions without any knowledge than um try and uh, sort of do a um a graham norton and, and pretending i'd paid attention when i was reading or something like that so i thought one of you tell me what is it all about 
lady. Who, who's going to go? Okay. So I, <laughs> I think, so obviously it's about project management and it's around the, the profession that we work in and, and the challenges that we face. But I think it's a bit more than that and it's also a bit less than that at the same time. So it's trying to be a lot of things to a lot of different people. And depending on where you are in your career and where you want to be, it will translate in different ways for you. So I, the way I describe it in the, in the book is that this is the thing I wish I'd had when I first started my career, when I found out that project management was a thing, you know, it actually came with a job title and there was a career pathway and, and actually hundreds and hundreds of people do this stuff. Um, and it's the, both the, the checking with yourself that says, oh, pull yourself together, don't be a dick versus there and here are some handy ways that you can be better and it's that balance of actually a bit of a pep talk for people who are struggling doing some of the things that they do or people who've been doing project roles for quite a while and have grown bad habits and need a little sort of like jab in the ribs to to rethink about some of those things and um, combined with some actual project management skill um, I think it's a beautiful thing mm. Yeah, like, and I would support that in the sense that I think we also both felt that project management is just kind of a little bit bloated in some cases. You know, whenever, whenever something like this happens and, and grows and project management has grown to that level, you know, you have a lot of stuff around it and a lot of, you know, it gets, it seems to be like it's almost inaccessible except for the wise and the worthy or the heart of it. And we, we're kind of really kind of like, well, that's not like that at all. And I, and I, and I talk about the fact that there is, you know, there is, there's still pure project management there's absolutely changed this at that level of complexity and there's obviously business as usual but right in the middle there is a growing mass which is what i call projects as usual we talk about it in the book but it's kind of you know i think this is a this is a book that's aimed uh, at that audience as well like people who do projects as part of their day job they're not necessarily project managers but they do projects and you know i think that's that's a growing community around the world and that's not they are not represented by any of the uh, organizations or communities or you know, whatever out that's out there um but they're having to do the stuff and so you know the the essence behind the book is it that it is it is very plain talking um and it's very uh, simplistic in a very positive way i think in, in trying to share some of the the core wisdoms that we feel are important in, in being a successful change agent brilliant so why should some of that Go on. And there's lots of there's lots of swearing, of course, as well. That's great. Yeah, that's very swearing. refreshing. Yeah, they're Which mostly they're mostly their Susie swear words. To be fair, <laughs> they're not they're not all mine. They're not all yours. No, <laughs> I, I have noticed that you've kept the theme in all of your sort of social media promotion stuff, of the sort of irreverent feel to it, which I think it. I, I, I find quite refreshing from a promotion point of view and refreshing from the, the bits I did start reading on it in that, that it kind of reflected the conversations that I experience in the day-to-day -day environment that you're working um, rather yeah. than it being the, the kind of very, um, what's it called, uh, sort of starched collar feel to some of the other publications that are out there. I think that's right. I, well, yeah. God, sorry, Blake, sorry, Susie. Okay. <laughs> I, I think that's really true. You know, I, I say that, you know, in part, my, the book's dedicated to Rough Diamonds because actually the conversations that we have are rough. You know, mm. There's nothing polished other than some exceptional editing in the book. You know, there's nothing polished in terms of what we say. You know, it comes from that gut feeling. It comes from experience. It comes from our heart. And for some people, it will really resonate and you'll get it. And therefore, the book is for you. And some people, you'll be like, pass me a body of knowledge. Mm. And and it and it will sit really really differently, but it's very much around being quite 
blunt and in some cases quite brutal, but obviously in a caring, supportive and loving way. Yeah, and I think, and if I reflect back, I mean, the latest project that came out, you know, all those years ago, it was successful. I think mainly because it was it was refreshingly different. It mm-hmm. was short, um, hopefully funny in places. But you know what people have told me is that it was also quite honest. I mean, all the stories in it are where I completely screwed up and and kind of learned something. And yeah, at that point, every single book I'd read on project management was a was a world of of perfection, and you know nobody ever made any mistakes. And so. You know, in some ways, this is a kind of a revisiting of that kind of approach. To, I mean, I, I really do believe that this is, you know, this has been for me one of the most exciting books I've written since The Lazy Project Manager. And, you know, I really think it could be as big, if not bigger, than The Lazy Project Manager because it, it talks to the people. And, it, and, and I think that's always important. You know, I, I've been rejected on goodness knows how many um, serious conferences for not putting in a decent paper and stuff like that. And frankly, I don't care because actually, uh, I talk to the masses that are out there who are doing the day-to-day project or change work that's out there. And do you think that I, I, I got a theme because uh, I, I, I attended the PMI Synergy event in the UK uh, in November. It was a fantastic event. And so Randy Black was talking about um, the, proje- um, was it the project economy. Yep. And I think that kind of talks to what you were saying before around that. And do you think, do you think that that real are people who the people who are going to be picking up this book and seeing this book uh, do you think they're going to be the project professional or are they going to be the the person who doesn't even realize they're a project manager maybe until someone says well, why don't you read that do you think that's always going to get well, up? clearly we clearly we think they all should read it well yeah <laughs> any, anyone 16, even... 16 million out there in the world at the moment so they all should read it clearly yeah. um yeah from my point of view i think i i i would be i'd be happy if, if both read it I would be very sad if the people who didn't realize they were project managers didn't read it because I think it'd be more, more as valuable to them in the yeah. sense of giving them the basic understanding of what they need to think about the priorities. We talk about the, you know, the seven key sort of kind of things you should focus on when you're kind of delivering uh, this project change. That's, that's my view, but only clearly we'd love everybody to read it. Mm. Yeah, I, com- I completely agree. I think there's definitely something around, it's the people who don't know that need to know where you sort of want to slide the book across the table yeah. and that's in, in part because part of the thing we're trying to do is is to create space for those people to, to think and do differently in a in a project world that is a profession but it needs wiggle room for curiosity and mistakes and a bit of creativity and this is our first attempt to try and create some of that space cool yeah i get that Oh my goodness me, that was scary. That was suggesting she might want to do another book. Oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you'll find the title's about halfway through, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I mean, the other thing I'd say is like, you know, even if you're a project professional, you know, even if you're out there with your, you know, your PMP or, or you know, alternative certifications are available, etc. Then once you've got your body of knowledge on your desk, then the antidote to the is, you know, it's a box so you should have both and you say why why should people buy this book well because it's it's small and uh, it's short and it's bright pink and thanks susie for that one um and it can be far more interesting to read super it's got bollocks across the front yeah bollocks, she's yeah. good to have That's that point. yeah I, I imagine and I'm, maybe this is me just projecting here but i imagine part of the reason for making it such a bold and and uh uh attention grabbing title is that well it sat on people's desks there people walking past the desk gonna pick it up to see what it is hopefully and showcase it on the bookshelves etc yeah i don't think actually our 
the, the naming was the you know was part of the marketing obviously you know it's, it's an absolutely brilliant title and yeah. the, the thing is superb but it was about being something else so when we were looking at covers like the, the publisher goes here are 12 covers pick the one you want and I sort of was a bit steadfast in my ways and said I didn't want to have like a traditional business text where it had like you know random butterflies on the front or somebody <laughs> leaning against a wall I like the lazy project manager yeah you know, it, oh. it, <laughs> it was time for something to be as simple as what we wanted it to be but yeah. the pink was just pure convenience so that it was an offer so I took it but the title is literally mine and Peter's conversation you know yeah. we, we said it's bollocks and yeah. and there it began Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I mean, you know, bollocks is a is a wonderful word, and for your American <laughs> audience, then they need to look oh, it up. Yeah. Because our publishers did they did try and push back and said, "Well, we actually like to call it project management. It's all bullshit because uh, it'll be a global audience." And we said, "No, bullshit means something completely different. Bollocks is a wonderful word that could be positive and negative, and and negative, obviously. You know, so you know, we we stuck to our guns, and, and they let us let us publish it, and they 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 enjoyed." Working with us on the book, I think they, they gave them a bit of escapism as well, with all the swearing and everything. It's the all the all the rough talk. Yeah, I don't. I think you're right. Yeah. So for for people who are not um, British in origin, the dog's bollocks is a very good reference, isn't it? So uh, when it you is, say yeah, something is, is the dog's a... bollocks, that's good. Yeah. It, on page one, in fact, we, we talk very much about the, you know, get to the important definition of the, out of the way of what bollocks is, and we talk about the dog's bollocks and stuff like that. So yeah, it's all covered. Yeah. Good. It's always clear to make your uh, your glossary at the front, isn't it? Like like in the PM book, it'll have a detailed glossary. I'm guessing it's the same sort of approach, but using uh, lots of swear words. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I mean, my, one of my favourite bits of books is just a, is the table of contents. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read one section over it. It's got I was gonna ask days. you to, to say if you <laughs> just give us an, an outline of it. So you're giving me a, <laughs> the pitch, but what is the outline of the book? Well, no, I'm just gonna give it's, you the chapter eight. Yeah, brilliant. It talks, you know, under H, it says. Happy Days, Harvard Business Review, Headless Chickens, Heroes, Hertzberg, and the Hive Mind. <laughs> and that thing is, I mean, I'll give you the F section because it's quite rude, but involves frog kissing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's very um, eclectic, I think it's a word, probably. Super. Yeah. That's good. So uh, I've, my questions are kind of run out. I wonder whether there's anything else that you guys want to highlight. Maybe... I suppose it's to finish off a little bit, but if you were going, if someone's going to pick this book up, and I know as you said you've made it short and concise, um, but if you're a lazy sod like me and you were just going to read one chapter, <laughs> each of you, which chapter would you recommend that that person read? I'm going. So I would go for the quick guide because that's basically the entire book in 300 words. Right. Nice. Yeah, good one. I mean, and then and I would probably say as however you know obviously i'll also say well you read chapter one because you'll be hooked and you'll read the rest of it no problem at all nice nice very good <laughs> you can tell peter sold more box than what i have well so I, far. I, even as i as you were answering that question it reminded me that um in in the um the reason i kind of asked it and i didn't know that i was thinking that in the lazy project manager at the beginning you say skip to the end if you want to or don't read this bit i can't remember which bit it was something like that it is yeah the the quick tips to productive lazy heaven which actually only came about because when i submitted the manuscript i was so many words short of what the publishers wanted well i didn't have nothing else to write i don't want to do it so i thought i'll summarize it and and people love that chapter so uh, yeah we kind of yeah we're kind of repeating it yeah brilliant that works it works for me anyway um so 
is there anything else that you guys want to let the audience all te- all the tens of people who listen to this podcast um <laughs> what anything that you want to say to them about this we are available we are available for training and presentations and hopefully in exotic uh, locations i thought <laughs> you were gonna say care. i thought you were gonna say exotic costumes then but <laughs> well we yeah, do exotic <laughs> costumes hey if you pay us we're doing flamingo <laughs> yeah, or anything. i don't mean. mind <laughs> It's pink. Brilliant. We go with the book. We'll turn tricks for cash. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Susie, is there anything else you'd want to say? I, d- I think I suppose there, there were probably two things. Um, one, it's you know it's only twenty-five quid. You might as well buy it. And the other is, nice. if you have an idea to do something like write a book or speak at a conference or do something that feels bonkers at the time, find somebody to support you in doing it and just bloody get on with it. Because mm-hmm. both the experience of the doing and the outcome is um, is pretty life changing. So stop whinging about it. Just crack on. Yeah, yeah, that's a great piece of. That was, that was one of the other phrases. Uh, yeah, just yeah, so just just crack on is uh, you know that is going to be the title of a second book. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So if people want to get in touch with you two, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, I'm wildly famous, obviously, and I'm available on, uh, you know, lazyprojectmanager.com. It's the best place and all over LinkedIn. Uh, Susie is obviously a little, a little bit more obscure, so I'm sure she might have a I small have, phone number. That... <laughs> I, I, I have too many trophies, so I can't maintain oh. Oh. Uh, the, the easiest way to go on me is probably through LinkedIn, namely because I'm crap at email and I never answer my phone. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, and you're pretty I, responsive I, I, on LinkedIn, yeah. Yeah, and Nigel, I'm going to have to. I'm going to tell you another story now. So, you know, uh, we were both at the PMI UK Awards for the, the, the inaugural awards, mm-hmm. and 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 since Susie was potentially up for an award, I mean, she just gives me a hard time all the time. But having an award, um, I, you know, we had initial discussions whether I was going to be the entertainment or the MC, and I couldn't possibly be the MC because that would put me in a position of having to give her an award, <laughs> which I really, really, really didn't want to do. Fair enough. <laughs> but she, she, yeah, congratulations to her. You know, she just yeah, yeah. clearly brilliant so guys i gotta say it's really fun uh thank you very much for uh coming on to the uh the podcast and uh good luck with the book i'm sure it's, you don't need the luck i think it's going to be a roaring success and uh, i'm looking forward to getting around to reading it so brilliant. thank you very much thanks Nigel. cheers okay. guys bye 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 Well, I hope you really enjoyed that interview. I know I did doing it. It's great fun. Um, the book is available uh, now, and I've got an affiliate link in my blog post and in the bottom of the notes of the show. So please click if you're going to buy it. Uh, grab a copy. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. And, well, that's it, really. Uh, the only thing it really leaves me to say is to remember project management is and bollocks. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, then please get in touch at Sunday Lunch PM Pod at nigelcreaser.com. Well, it's goodbye from me, Nigel Creaser, and it's goodbye from him, the Sunday Lunch PM. Goodbye. <laughs>